Good morning for Wednesday, October 2nd, 2013. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Reopen government, Obama tells the GOP. Computer delays, snarl exchanges for health care, and workers stay home and panda cam goes dark. In today's national headlines, justices to weigh key limit on political donors. Texas governor's trips to lure jobs stir skepticism, and hormone use study reaffirms mix of risks and benefits. In this morning's financial headlines, Google accused of wiretapping in Gmail scams. New York is set to sue Wells Fargo in loan case, and Hollywood is moving ahead on Hillary Clinton movie. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Maureen Dowd. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Reopen Government, Obama Tells GOP, written by Jackie Calms and Jeremy Peters. President Obama admonished House Republicans on Tuesday to quit fighting his three-year-old health care law and to reopen the government, a show of defiance that reflected Democrats' confidence that conservatives have overreached after years of budget battles with the House. As long as I'm president, I will not give in to reckless demands by some in the Republican Party to deny affordable health insurance to millions of hard-working Americans, Obama said from the Rose Garden, flanked by new beneficiaries of the insurance program. Obama's televised appearance captured the split-screen nature of this 1st of October. It was the start of a new fiscal year, with the federal government largely shuttered because of the party's funding impasse, yet also the inaugural day for a central piece of the landmark health care law at the center of the budget standoff. It was unclear how long the shutdown might go on, and no one in either party could say if Republicans would remain firm in their insistence that Democrats agree to significant changes to the health care law. But on the initial day of the first shutdown in nearly 18 years, there was little business getting done in the House or the Senate, other than photo opportunities and partisan speeches. One senior Republican, Representative Paul Ryan of Wisconsin, the House Budget Committee chairman, indicated that the stalemate could go on for at least two more weeks until the nation reaches its borrowing limit. He said the deadline to address the debt limit could be the forcing mechanism to bring the two parties together. Yet, House Republicans continue to vow to oppose an increase in the debt ceiling unless Obama delays the health care law. On Tuesday night, House Republicans tried to ease the effects of the shutdown and force Democrats into negotiation. The Republicans proposed three bills to finance veterans programs, the National Park Service, and federally run services in Washington, but because they introduced the measures under a procedural rule that required a two-thirds vote, each of them failed. Republicans are considering bringing up the bills again on Wednesday under a different rule that would require only a simple majority, but they have no chance of moving forward. Senate Democrats won't be forced to choose between cancer patients and national parks, said Adam Gentleson, a spokesman for Senator Harry Reid of Nevada. The mood in the White House was upbeat and enthusiastic, Aide said, buoyed by a sense that Republicans were on the defensive. In past budget conflicts back to 2010, administration officials have said that media commentary amounted to a pox on both your houses, with reporters and pundits suggesting that both parties were equally to blame, 
when, in the White House's view, Republicans have been the obstructionists since they took control of the House in the 2010 elections.